Welcome to the Wicked Veracity Podcast with Robin Langford, episode 41, Fate and Free Will, the Astrology for the week of October 18th through the 24th. Before we get started, I want to mention that all times I'm going to discuss are in the central time zone. If you want to see the aspects discussed in the forecast on your digital calendar in your time zone, you can get that at wickedveracity.com backslash calendar. I am about to talk a lot about Libra and Aquarius with some Aries thrown in for good measure. Since I know a lot of you wonder how it applies to your life specifically, I'm going to give you a rundown by rising sign. If you don't know your rising sign, listen to your sun sign, but that won't be as accurate. For Aries rising, Libra is in the 7th house of one-on-one relationships and open enemies. Aquarius is in the 11th house of hopes, wishes, and networks, or networking. Taurus rising, Libra is in the 6th house of obligations, servants, and your daily work. Aquarius is in the 10th house of public image, reputation, and your calling. Gemini rising, Libra is in the 5th house of desires, children, lovers, romance, and sex. Aquarius is in the 9th house of higher education, philosophy, astrology, and religion. Cancer rising, Libra is in the 4th house of ancestors, family that you came from, homeland, and whatever makes you feel grounded. Aquarius is in the 8th house of death, taxes, other people's money, psychology, and surgery. Leo rising, Libra is in the 3rd house of communication, siblings, neighbors, daily routines. Aquarius is in the 7th house of one-on-one relationships and open enemies. Virgo rising, Libra is in the 2nd house of what you value, how you earn money, and how you value yourself. Aquarius is in the 6th house of obligations, servants, and your daily work. Libra rising, Libra is in the 1st house of self, appearance, and body. Aquarius is in the 5th house of desires, children, lovers, romance, and sex. Scorpio rising, Libra is in the 12th house of hidden enemies, seclusion, and retreats. Aquarius is in the 4th house of ancestors, family you came from, homeland, and what makes you feel grounded. Sagittarius rising, Libra is in the 11th house of hopes, wishes, and networks, or networking. And Aquarius is in the 3rd house of communication, siblings, neighbors, and daily routines. Capricorn rising, Libra is in the 10th house of your public image, reputation, and your calling. Aquarius is in the second house of what you value, how you earn money, and how you value yourself. Aquarius rising, Libra is in the ninth house of higher education, philosophy, astrology, and religion. And Aquarius is in the first house of self, appearance, and body. Pisces rising, Libra is in the eighth house of death, taxes, other people's money, psychology, and surgery. Aquarius is in the twelfth house of hidden enemies, seclusion, and retreat. Now, for reference, the Sun, Mars, and Mercury retrograde have all been in your Libra house. Saturn and Jupiter have been retrograde in your Aquarius house. And so your Aquarius house is where you have probably felt stalled and your Libra house is probably where you've had a lot of miscommunication and having to second guess and maybe a little bit of issues around how you express yourself and how you take action. All right, now for the forecast. Monday starts the week off right with Jupiter stationing to go direct in Aquarius. If you started the year really optimistic in some area of your life, only to feel like around the end of May there was a full stop on forward progress, I am here to tell you that the last planet you are waiting on to start barreling forward again is ready to go. I can't even with how excited I am about this. And, and, it happens on the same day that Mercury also turns direct in Libra and the moon gets out of Pisces. Now, most people like the moon in Pisces, but it's not one of my favorite placements, especially since Neptune turned it into even more of an ungrounded fantasy land. 
but that is a personal preference and there are a lot of people who aren't crazy about the moon in Aries, so take that as you will. Back to Mercury. If you have a stacked Libra house or Mercury has a special place in your life, this Mercury retrograde may have hit extra hard. Regardless, in some area of your life you've probably been reviewing the way you do things or how you interact with people and ideas. Now that you've gained a little more clarity, you'll get to look over it all again with fresh eyes and walk into November with some currently unfinished business all neatly wrapped up. Speaking of Libra and Aquarius, at 9.36pm, Mars trines Jupiter. This is generally positive, and it's sort of like the Jupiter ship getting a movement nudge by a Mars tugboat. While it took Saturn and Pluto a little while to get really moving, this push by Mars makes Jupiter's transition a little more powerful. Look for your Libra topics to be giving your Aquarius issues a little nudge forward. I know I've already got plans to put this energy to good manifestation use from now until the full moon on Wednesday, but more on that later. Tuesday, the moon in Aries is carrying the torch forward with aspects to Mercury in Libra and Jupiter in Aquarius. Since the moon is almost full, it seems to indicate that your Aries house will have something to do with the forward momentum that was just initiated in your Libra and Aquarius house. Don't worry, I'll tell you what your Aries house is doing in just a minute. Wednesday is the full moon in Aries, and it's happening with Mars and Pluto in the mix. I'll explain more about what that means when we get to Thursday, just know that before the exact moment of the full moon, the moon itself will be opposing Mars before squaring Pluto. So everything I tell you about Thursday applies for Wednesday too, but on steroids because of the rising power of the moon. Typically, a full moon indicates an ending or a culmination, but that doesn't mean divorce or death. It could mean a promotion, moving to a new home, taking a relationship to the next phase, booking a meditation retreat, or any number of other positive culminations. How it shows up for you, and if you really notice it beyond the sky being extra pretty, really depends on what it's hitting in your chart, your time lord of the year, and so many other things. I highly recommend working with an astrologer to really nail down which transits, like full moons, are likely to be extra important for you. Alrighty, let's get into what area of your life the moon is lighting up. Aries rising. Aries is in the first house of self, appearance, body, and how you put yourself out there. Taurus rising. Aries is in the 12th house of hidden enemies, seclusion, and retreats. Gemini rising. Aries is in the 11th house of hopes, wishes, networks, and networking. Cancer rising. Aries is in the 10th house of public image, reputation, and your calling. Leo rising. Aries is in the 9th house of higher education, philosophy, astrology, religion, and publishing. Virgo rising, Aries is in the 8th house of death, taxes, other people's money, psychology, and surgery. Libra rising, Aries is in the 7th house of one-on-one -on -one relationships and open enemies. Scorpio rising, Aries is in the 6th house of obligations, servants, and your daily work. Sagittarius rising, Aries is in the 5th house of desires, children, lovers, romance, and sex. All the fun things in life. Capricorn rising, Aries is in the 4th house of ancestors, family you came from, homeland, and what makes you feel grounded. Aquarius rising, Aries is in the third house of communication, siblings, neighbors, daily routines, and other things that are familiar. Pisces rising, Aries is in the second house of what you value, how you earn money, and how you value yourself. Now remember, your Aries house is giving your Aquarius house a little nudge, so if you need to go back and listen and take notes, that's completely fine. I'd like to say that Thursday is a quiet day after the buildup to the full moon, but you might have some unexpected issues come up at some point. However, since most of the activity is in your Taurus house, it likely won't be focused in the same areas of life, which may make it easier to stay neutral and maintain focus. However, and this is where we should insert some ominous music, the night ends at 11.19pm with Mars squaring Pluto. That's a whole lot of volatility and strong feelings that will be floating around all day and the previous day. 
That could look like passion or it could look like anger depending on you and where it is in your chart. But today would be a good day to remember that just because you feel really strongly about someone or something doesn't make those feelings true. Take the time to really figure out what thoughts are driving the compulsive urges so you can constructively put the energy to good use. While you don't have to avoid compulsivity or obsession, it is my recommendation to try. There are two important things to keep in mind about Friday. The first is that the moon is void from 3.35 p.m. Friday till nearly 3 a.m. Saturday, which could look like canceled or delayed plans. Try to remain flexible and have backup plans for your dinner reservations being canceled or your tender date ghosting. The second is that at 11.51 p.m., the sun slides into Scorpio, marking the start of the season. Break out the black and red leather and let the games begin. It's time for a little mischief before the wholesomeness of Jupiter's Sagittarius and the dark nights of Saturn's Aquarius and Capricorn. It's possible that I'm a little biased as a Scorpio sun, but it never hurt anyone to get a little dark and twisty from time to time. That last bit is a riff on a Grey's Anatomy quote delivered by another Scorpio. Saturday is a lovely day for all the things. The moon is in Gemini where it likes to communicate, and the only aspect is to Saturn and Aquarius, giving you the endurance to have hard conversations, get started on a new project, or make progress on something you've been working on. Sunday is more of the same during the day before the night turns more towards a potentially challenging romantic encounter or feeling a little emotionally off. Or it could be a really romantic if highly unrealistic evening. I vote for snuggling up to watch a rom-com or read a romance novel. If you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Instagram where I'm wicked.veracity and let me know how the astrology of the week played out for you. Until next time, my wish for you is forward progress in areas of your life that have felt stagnant and the willingness to be a little mischievous this Scorpio season. 